1: It's years we've been waiting for this, I mean, we've never beaten Darianne, four years in the making I've come on this field and lost to him, and I'm just happy we came out together and we did it. Uh, that's, that's like, uh, you get probably a stereotype that you hear the Warriors only play in June, and it's true, it's coming and we're clicking at the right time, so. Probably the best goalie in the state, and a uh, very good defensive unit, and a good defensive game plan that, uh, you know, did what obviously you saw them do. I'm so happy we have one more left. We are not satisfied with this, we're happy. We played a hell of a game, but we have one more. Uh, it's the best feeling ever. I mean, this is what you dream for. This is just awesome. And I mean, the entire team is ecstatic about this one. You know, we've been looking for this for years now. It's finally coming.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Long Stick Podcast 2019 State Tournament Edition. I am your host, Sean Patrick Boley, alongside my cohort, Michael Fornabile. Michael, how are you? Hanging in there. How about you? Oh, just fantastic. What a week of lacrosse in Connecticut. I can't believe it. Just dogs and cats. Someone on Twitter, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Uh, Darianne goes down in the in the FCX semifinals, not the final. They go down in the semifinals. You thought if they were gonna lose, they were gonna lose, and at least a, going down fighting in a final. Instead, they go down swinging in the, in the semifinal And Wilton. Wilton, we've been waiting for this team all year long. Yeah, we have. <laughs> they they came together, and what a great defensive performance! And as you heard at the top of the show. Uh, we let off with the FCX semi, so we, we we because we're get we'll get to the championship games uh, a little later. But uh, I wasn't there. I don't want to talk about it. I'm I'm uh, I decided to take one for the team and and cover softball. If you if you saw me on CT Sports Now last week, and I you know it's such a busy time of the year, and it's crazy. Y- y- we it's all hands on deck as far as we have UConn riders going to games. We have you know we're juggling photographers and people just all over the place so i i decided i was going to go you know because i figured there was there was no way i mean other than the new Canaan ridgefield game there was no way there was going to be anything remotely i mean I, yeah that might have been ended up in a, in a barn burner and it was i i i, I just i didn't think it was going to we were going to see wilton come up like that you heard of the top of the show Tyler Previtt, who had an absolutely phenomenal defensive game, and and of course, uh, Wilton's goalie, Andrew Calabrese, they're all American goalie, uh, and they just they just came. You, you saw it against Staples in the quarterfinals. You didn't think they were going to be able to slow down Darian, which, you know, uh, stunning. Michael, again, I wasn't there. What? The heck happened at McMahon last week.
0: I feel like I wasn't there for the first half either, because I was right in the first game because we had deadlines and you know, and didn't basically expect, like you said that, all right, that's gonna be a couple lines in the story, and that's all right. You don't have to watch too closely. But from the start, I mean they were they were and it wasn't stall ball. It wasn't like that Ridgefield game last year. Right. It wasn't like that. They were they are playing. There they, were some they were people just playing fiercely. I mean, Tyler Pratt was just he was a beast. He was everywhere, it seemed like. I mean, Ryan Schreiber is an outstanding right. defender as well. I mean, and they got a they got a deep core of, of, of players, you know, defensive midfielders, you know, and who are just solid all the way around on, on D and they were they were just corralling Darien at every turn. They weren't giving him any, anywhere to go, they weren't giving anybody and and when they got shots on, they got a couple of good shots off. There was Andrew Calabrese. I mean, he's 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 that. I mean, he's, yeah. he's that kind of player, I mean, you know, he, he's he's diving around, he's he's jumping on balls like a like a hockey goalie. Mm. We saw in the in the quarterfinals he's hitting guys. He's uh, he's fun to watch, yeah, and uh, and and they just played a perfect game, and and got it done.
2: Yeah, and as uh, you mentioned in your story, the first time they played, Schreiber wasn't there, and Calabresi wasn't there. It it wasn't we hadn't seen you know Wilton lost like eight hundred felt like uh, overtime games to start the season. They were one and seven, and they come flying back. Like everyone finally gets a little healthy. They were saying that after the Staples game, which they won in overtime. On uh, Liam Sullivan's, uh you know he's their outside guy. He he's our sniper from the from the outside, so you better look out. And he he was uh, he was on in that game, and then they come up with this great defensive uh, performance uh, against Darren But in the championship, a classic. I mean, you and I think uh, you heard. Um, Chip Buzzio, the New Canaan coach, uh, t- talk about how it was reminiscent of the old Wilton-New D- Canaan. These these two schools dominated this sport for so long before it was a CIAC sport, and it was like it was a throwback game. Um, it just uh, it, it was, and Wilton looked like they were gonna they were gonna run away with this one, just like the way uh, Darian ran away with New Canaan a, a few weeks ago. But you know, New Canaan, which had, had won a thriller against Ridgefield, Chris Kinnett, at the buzzer. I mean, you couldn't script it any better. At the buzzer to win that that showdown. Those two teams didn't play in the regular season and then you, then you get get to the final and they go up 4-1 and you're like, "Wow, this is this is great." This happen? team is, this team is absolutely tremendous uh I you know and I thought the play of uh, Dean DiNano in the, in that opening quarter I mean he, he had some tremendous goals Dean um against Staples he had this the referees who, who are just you know all those guys who love lacrosse so much and uh we I sometimes I talk to him after games and I saw him after the new Fairfield SWC championship and we were talking and they were like you know that uh, that goal that Nano scored in the, in, the, in the quarterfinals where he did a dodge and then a slip pass and right into the goal. Uh, they said that was like – that was a textbook. That was an amazing goal. And I'm like, really? I, it looked great, and I put it out on Twitter and, and all that stuff. And, but they were like, no, that was like hmm. – that was a tremendous goal. So I don't think we really appreciated it at the time. And then they go up there, and, they, and he's doing his thing. It's 4-1, but then New Canaan happened. What to, I was there, but take me through what New Canaan was able to do uh, to 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 turn that game around. They they rip off five straight goals and they to take the lead uh, after the first half and then into the third quarter before Wilton made a little bit of a run and then and then New Canaan was able to hang on eight seven.
0: It helps me got a Quentin O'Connell um, made a uh, a great pass to to the front of the net. With uh, just a couple seconds left in the first quarter, make it four-two, uh, makes it a little bit uh, makes it a little bit easier. Um, and I mean, when, when your goalie's stopping everything in sight, too, that that helps as well. I mean, Carl was that was was fantastic. I've, I was it six saves in the second quarter, you made or
2: something something like that. Like that. Yeah, he, call he was, him out of he,
0: was uh, he was just everywhere. And uh, you know, the combination they 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 held on the ball a little more. They were a little a little more careful with their possessions and uh, got some. Got a little roll going, and got a got a big roll going, really, like, and <laughs> and, and, uh, and took control and took the lead, and uh, and there's a championship.
2: Yeah, and there and there it was. And yeah, absolutely, I I did love uh, how Quentin O'Connell, you know, that he was spread. They were spreading the ball, when when he felt like they had an opportunity. he was like, it's like kind of like Steph Curry, you know, I'm gonna start start chucking up threes. You know, now that we have a lead, I'm gonna start trying to you know doing my thing here. And he had some great drives right at the goal. Mm-hmm just two tremendous tremendous goals for him in the, in the uh, third quarter uh, to get that thing rolling. Uh, and, and it was just uh just a great defensive performance that can kind of gets lost. And then obviously Carl uh, he a guy who we don't talk about a lot because, you know, he, the games we do see, you know, we, we talk about the O'Connells, we talk about the Canets, we talk about uh, Liam Griffith and, and uh, Teddy managers and, and uh, you know, We just don't talk about carl and what a time to show up in the in the fcx championship game and you heard chip and it's fantastic in the semifinals as well yeah all right which i wasn't at (laughs) so yeah so he had a great tournament mvp well deserved uh here are some of the players and uh coaches after that uh after that championship game what a game
1: this brings us back to the old wilton new canaan rivalries and um Just an incredible thing to be a part of. That's what you want as your senior goalie, captain. Uh, He's such a good person, and um, I couldn't be more happy for him. Defense played phenomenal the entire year. Carl played out of his mind today absolutely phenomenal the entire night. As you can see, he's the MVP, obviously. Save after save after save. He was phenomenal tonight, so we owe it all to them. They played incredible. We just got through it. We all talked about what we had to do. We all did it for the rest of the game. It was awesome. Our our offensive middies really helped on defense a lot. I mean, our D middies, they stepped up big. All of our pulls, too, our pulls down low. George Dunball had a great game. Jackson Brady had a fantastic game. Finnegan had a great game. Walker, awesome game, clearing the ball. Every single person helping out in every single aspect of the game. It was just a great game altogether.
2: So that was uh, New Canaan coach Chip Buzio. Uh, that was uh, the uh, Leon Griffiths, the, their attackman. And, uh, and then, of course, the MVP, Carl Masbras. Uh, after just a, a, a first New Canaan championship since 2013, long awaited it was Chip Buzio's first year they but Darian just dominated this conference so long Wilton did a huge favor because they got smoked by Darien and Wilton did him a huge favor and they were able to beat Wilton so a big FCAC title for uh for New Canon and now they go into the Class L tournament and I and I asked uh, Liam Griffiths afterward you know you now all right you're celebrating but you guys got to come right back and you got to go win a state championship now, and winning a state championship in Class L—I don't care what happened in the FCX—still goes through Darian. I think that's fair. I think that's uh, definitely the—I think that's the feeling. I mean, you know, we we,
0: uh, we did the poll over the weekend, a quick turnaround on that, but uh, you know, Darian still got uh, most of the first place votes. Most of them, uh, not all, but most. The first time they've been unanimous
2: since the preseason,
0: uh, and uh, that still seems to be the way to bet.
2: Yeah, find a way to beat them. Uh, that's their that's their white whale right now. Then they haven't beat. They, it's been what something like six six straight uh, times that they've lost to their arch rivals. I think we're going back to 2015 since they last beat them. Um, and uh, and that, that's their goal now. And, and so here's uh, here's Liam Griffiths talking about uh, the goal. And he says it straight up Darianne. How do you turn around and get
1: ready for States now? Yeah, we know, well, first off, we start Darian. Darien. And that's, that's another big focus of ours. We start at Darien, we still have to come back and win another one of those. So we're waiting for that one, and we know that that's another huge one. So States means just as much, if not more. We want to be State champions. We want to put two rings on our fingers. We've, done, we've got one. We want to get two now.
2: And I, I, can't, I cannot uh, disagree with him. I mean, I, I was, that's was kind of like what I was going for when I asked him the question. You know, I was hoping he would say that. And, uh, th- because that's true. It is absolutely true. Yep. Listen, it goes through Darien. They didn't win it all last year. I mean, I'm sure Richfield would be like, what about us? It's a different team. Yep. Yep. So is Darien. But darien has been so good for so long. Even though they lost that game to Richfield last year, they're still the team to uh, to, to beat in the, in, in the class. So we're going to get to that in a second. We're going to get right out to all the all, all the others. Uh, just quickly, go to run around the uh, the rest of the state, you know, FCAC is the premier conference in the state. I mean, there's, nobody's questioning that. I mean, unless you want to talk about, like, prep schools. Uh, you could tell by their championship game the, the place was mobbed. Uh, it, there were just people. It was an overflow crowd. It, it, a little bit of late arriving because it was postponed. You got to play on a Friday, Memorial Day weekend, 5 o'clock, five o'clock in, in Norwalk, which is, is just like.
0: <laughs> you don't want to be coming from the West.
2: Oh, my God. It's, it's just Fairfield County is a traffic hell, especially on Fridays. Uh, so it was a little bit of a late arriving crowd, but. It, it's funny, the way that game it was a great game, the players win it. They rush the field. They're talking about oh, what a great feeling this is. And then you turn around and you look at the other conferences. It was like very much the opposite. It was subdued. It was people golf clapping. you know, you heard some you know, it wasn't a. The Guilford fans yeah. showed up. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fairfield Prep. They run out on the when they defeated Guilford 13-7, and a result that wasn't too surprising. Although Guilford did give it a run, they got within three goals in the in the uh, at halftime. Jack Dacey was great, their attackman, and so was John DeLucia, and I thought their goalie uh, Dylan Alfeld uh, mm-hmm. played pretty well too. Uh, but they they could not. Once again, it's just it's shock and awe with uh, with Fairfield Prep, especially in the SEC. Uh, the SEC's the rest of the teams that league no one stands up no one can stand up the prep right now you had that one year they didn't win it i think xavier upset them um, but we're still waiting for that second or third rival to come through to really challenge fairfield prep for that title they've won 8 out of their last 9 and then you on the other side you have new fairfield uh, which just absolutely smoked a really good Weston team you know I, I it was funny i stopped by and saw the weston new fairfield game in the regular season mm-hmm. and i came away like wow Weston's not good but then I turn around and Weston win they beat Guilford they they beat Newtown in the semis um which is a good team so Weston's good yeah. we know that now new Fairfield's uh, made a lot of good teams <laughs> yeah that's the point new Fairfield just absolutely dominant it was I got there it was one nothing next thing you know I blinked five nothing mm. Liam Ford was on their defense was great you know Alviti and and the rest of the defense they were great and then of course you have our our guy yeah <laughs> My guy. Uh I absolutely love that kid. Uh they call him Bubbles. It's Brennan Hart, the goalie. A kid who a, admittedly himself, he's like, I don't look like much. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big kid, but people might underestimate me and I just I just get the I guess I just get the job done. I and yeah. he, the kid is an athletic, yeah. awesome goalie. Mm-hmm. And somehow he got left off these the uh, all the seniors on, on New Fairfield, no, I know how tough this is. But he got left off the SWC, uh, uh, all SWC honors. He didn't get one. All the other seniors got something. He didn't get anything. And that stuck in their craw a little bit. Yeah. And yes, they had a big lead, and he wasn't really needed much in the first half, Brennan. But in the second half, you know, Will, uh, Weston could have made a little run, mm-hmm. and the kid was just acrobatic. I mean, he, And I asked him, well, just listen to him yourself. I asked him a little bit about some of those acrobatic play the splits of uh, what he does. How do you where do you learn how to like like be acrobatic like that? Like, do you have like a gymnastics coach or what do you, how do you So, uh, no. So, um, I'm a bigger dude obviously.
1: I so I've been snowboarding my whole life. Um, that teaches me balance and whatnot i wrestled when i, I, I was a sophomore a um i had to stop that because i actually suffered a concussion oh, during my wrestling season uh but i'm just i've been I really i've been you. mobile I mean, most really of my life i've been able to move my feet and i've had you fast can't. hands my whole life so Mom, my i mean it's a great thing when you have size plus you can move a little bit so who teaches you how to do like splits and stuff still. that's uh self-taught uh i stretch a lot i stretch quite a bit um more than a lot of people, I'd say, uh, at home, and then even before the games, I'm stretching. Um, I'm just a limber, loose guy. My mom does a lot of yoga, so maybe I get it from her.
2: All right, so how does this feel?
1: This feels good. Feels pretty good. You didn't make all league, you're a little... Yeah, I showed it today, I showed out, and kind of played like this, so. I mean, I, it's all right, it is what it is. Um, it's all good. First teams, team's winning, it's all good. I'm thrilled,
3: like, my goalie, Got MVP. Got didn't get any honors for all league. I thought he was one of the best, you know, if not the best. I know in our league, I thought he was the best. We went outside. We played some very competitive teams. I thought he was one of the best in the state. Um, so I'm just psyched. I'm thrilled for him to get uh, the MVP. I'm, I'm psyched he made as many in close shots. Uh, you know, we got tired at the end. Um, got sloppy at the end. It was. You know, but to, to win a game you know, like that and still make as many turnovers and mistakes is is something to be said for these guys. They, they work their tail off.
2: Yeah, and we added uh, Marty Morgan there, uh, who was a little disappointed and, and was just happy that his uh, his goalie was able to get some sort of MVP award. And uh, a lot of the players uh, were, were really, really happy for him, too. You could just see the pure joy on his face. And New Fairfield, they go flying into the – the Class M tournament as the prohibitive favorite. Yep. Um it, you know, say the in Hell hath no fury, like a jilted goalie. <laughs> uh just a tremendous performance uh by, by the I don't see anybody beating them in class M like <laughs> it'd be tough to see it. I mean, you know, maybe Hander Guilford give them a little
0: run, but That's the m- challenge now. Maybe. I mean you know, like we've we've said you know we've seen a lot of Really good teams look really bad against New Fairfield, and uh, you know, I do like to say Weston. Weston beat Guilford, so I figure they're... And they close. beat Newtown. I mean, Guilford, you got those, you got those great attackmen, and uh, and New Fairfield's got those great defenders. Yeah. So
2: uh, what do you do? Underrated, underrated part of them is is their defense, uh, New Fairfield. Um, it, it's really funny. The point marty morgan is was for a guy who just won his is what was it third straight title guy is just miserable <laughs> I, I i love him it's to so death
0: <laughs> i had a game last was it was last year last year or two years ago they were at barlow and they were beating them like 15 to 1 and he was screaming and one of the parents turned around and was like what's the, are, is the scoreboard right yeah <laughs> who's who's winning
2: yeah here, here's liam ford on that uh well first here here's marty just completely just I don't want to say disgusted. He he was trying really hard to be like, I'm really happy for our kids, but he just could not say. Here, here's Marty. Just listen to him. You, you thought there were a lot of mistakes out there. Yeah, no, yeah, we, th- beat the heck yep.
3: no we, we threw the ball away. Um, you know, we maybe didn't make the extra pass, and we forced it, and it was a turnover. On some fast breaks, we didn't you know, we didn't finish like we normally do. We got stuff um, where we're usually good for a fake, and, you know, we, we do better than that. But... Um, you know, I always say when, when the game's on the line, you know, is that gonna be that winning goal? Is that gonna be that tying goal? So make it count every time. And you know, every time we shoot in practice, I'm like, make it count, make it count. You shoot 20 times and you're only putting the ball in the back of the net two or three times, you're on the bench, you know, and anywhere else. I don't have the depth where some of these guys, but you know, I just, you know, I always tell them, you know, you shoot for net, you guys gotta make it count. Um, defensively, uh, I mean, they're 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 great. They're, they all did great. Um, I
1: mean,
3: the couple little breakdowns we had, you
1: know,
3: <laughs> If any other coach, you know, again, they're, they're happy as heck. But we're, we're we are we are great. So for for defensively, the mistakes that we made, no offensively, just we threw the ball like, a little bit
1: too much for me.
2: seems like yep. Coach wasn't really happy with you guys at some point. Yeah, he's always like that.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all right, though. You know, Coach Morgan, he's the best. He's been there for us since we were in preschool, like I said, and, you know, I owe this all to him. I, we wouldn't be here, any of us, if it wasn't for him. So.
2: Yeah, and there's Liam Ford right there. You know, he's always like that. Listen, they, I, 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 I pre- there's a reason why Martin no, Morgan is one of the best coaches no, in great. Connecticut. He's a perfectionist. Yep. The defense made some mistakes. The offense, they weren't passing the ball the way he mm. wanted them to. He was like yelling at him. I don't want to say yelling. He was, but he was lecturing oh, him after. They hadn't even given out the trophy yet. He was lecturing him. <laughs> I believe. You know? It. You know? And so, uh, listen, we love him more anymore. He's great. Oh, for sure. he, yeah. Uh, we're just teasing him here. And I'm, and I'm sure uh, he, you know, it's just, anyway. Um, so yeah, you have new Fairfield went in there that, and then you have Fairfield Prep when it went in the SEC t- championship. And so we, we have, and meanwhile, we have our uh, we have the first round of the, of the quarterfinals being played that Saturday, too. Now, we'll just quickly step back. It really, really stunk that it stinks as a lacrosse kid in Connecticut or at least anywhere to play on Memorial Day Saturday mm. because you had. Especially in Connecticut, because we had Yale playing at two thirty, and Fairfield Prep had to play at three o'clock. Now, now Graham Neamey was an assistant at Yale fifteen years, and that must have been killer for him. I didn't, I didn't even ask him. I just remember they're all looking around a phone and watching oh, at yeah. the end of the Virginia game, and they had to play while Yale was playing. That that kind of stunk. And you know, I, there was a team mom on the sidelines who was like, "Yeah, we all, we, a lot of us wanted to go down," but mm. and you know, poor Al Carbone had a, his postponement of the games uh, from Thursday to Saturday. I'm glad because I get, at least I got to see it. Right. But even Al was like, it wasn't the bad. It was the same day as the SWC championship and the, in the, even the FCA got postponed to Friday. Uh, so that was, that was rough. Um, this, this is the state holiday for, for lacrosse this whole weekend. And, you know, you don't want to be playing on the weekend. I, they, I'm sure they tried to avoid it. But uh, so now we go into the state tournament. Um, and, and speaking of Wilton, so you lose a you lose a crushing FCAC final, and then twelve hours later, mm-hmm. you got to go turn around, and you got to go play a qualifying game against Hall, at Hall, <laughs> because you had a yep. you had such a rough regular season. You got to go up to West Hartford. Hall had a decent season. Um, they were the higher seed, but everyone knew that there was no way they were going to beat Will. I mean, it was a 10-3 game. I really don't know what happened. Um, and you just think that Wilton had a little bit in the tank to 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 get it. So you, it's really tough being Wilton, but they they survive, and then they move on. So we go into the state tournaments, and we had qualifying games on Saturday. That that must have been tough. You had Greenwich advancing, you had Wilton advancing. Uh, let's start to break this thing down. I mean, Mike did some predictions on Game Time CT, uh, and he did some players to watch and some top storylines. We're gonna quickly look at everything, and then uh, we're gonna get out of here because it's Memorial Day as we're recording this. So this has been a tough day for all everybody. Let's start with Class S, Mike. What do you see? Uh, we, what do you see happening in Class S this year? The defending champion is St. Joseph. We haven't really talked a lot about St. Joseph, right. other than well, they should you know be a contender in Class S. You've seen them. You saw them against, uh, I believe, uh, St. Paul. Uh, Saint Paul. Early in the year, and that was an interesting game. That was it wasn't by any means a, a rout. St. Paul hung around. Maybe the Catholic schools that are in this tournament are getting better. We talked to Ken McCarthy from Summers, which just won the NCAA, NC Double NC and Triple C title. Uh, they avenged their only loss of the season to Granby to win that handily for the most part. What do you see in Class S, Mike? What? How does this break down? The you know, annoying thing is that St.
0: Joseph and Summers meet in the quarterfinals, presumably. Um, not to take anything away from North Branford, uh, which won the, the Shoreline, Shoreline Conference.
2: Janipian. Shout out to hold on! Shout out to uh, Tyler DiNapoli, who is my friend's friend's son. There you go. And he had a, a great game for the, uh, the mm. Shoreline Champs. Uh, they kind of came out of nowhere, um, North Branford, uh, to to win the, that title. North Branford had a great, uh, you know, girls across yeah. one, and then even softball one. Yep. So, uh, but shout out to, to uh, Tyler He had a great game
0: anybody else, but those are probably the top two teams. You're talking class. about St. Joseph Joe's and Summers, mm-hmm. uh, top seeded Summers, eight seeded St. Joe's, who most likely meet next on Saturday in the quarters, and that's that's a tough break for the bracket. I mean, the you know that uh, that quarter and that uh, that side, Sheens had a really nice regular season, which we haven't talked about really at all either. I mean, they've you know in, in SEC D two, they've they've done a nice job. Uh, Watertown's been all right. Um, and the other half of the bracket, you know, St. Paul, obviously that up and coming team with a lot of great offensive talent, but at the same time, they're going to meet an East Catholic team on on, uh, on Wednesday. That's yeah. that's not bad at all. I mean, that could almost be another semifinal. There's, there's, you know, there's Bacon Academy on that side. There's Granby, Ac- or Granby Memorial, excuse me, on that side, who, are, who, you know, have some have the potential to be, to be there as well. But uh, you know, there's a couple of really, really good early games in this tournament, which is kind yeah. of too bad. You know, we, we've we've you know we've we've talked about it forever. You know, how do you seed these teams? And you know, the the yeah. the CIC does it straight by by records. And you yeah. know, there's you know, it makes it makes it simpler. You know, you can't really
2: argue about it. <laughs> well, right. you, you can't you argue, can argue about, about it, but about you can it. argue about it.
0: Basically, yeah. You know, it's it it takes some of the.
2: They do ratings points for tiebreakers. Maybe they should mm. do ratings points for the uh, for the seating.
0: It's possible. It. Uh, <laughs> I guess you could game that too. In I certain mean, certain ways, but but yeah, you you probably would get the cream rising at the top there.
2: Uh, you, hate to see, you hate to see. You uh, hate to see just some mismatches caused by straight record seating, mm. and that's a problem in this in this tournament. Yeah. And I think hockey has tried to figure it out. I mean, hockey was abysmal back in the day, but I think they've tried to figure it out a little bit. They have a little bit more of a of a power. Seating yep. right for hockey. Yep. Um. They kind of do it for lacrosse, but only for tiebreakers. Tie you you're look at, you're uh, looking at the I'm uh, looking at the ratings points. Summers would would be 196. Bacon would be 178. Saint Paul would be 174. Then Sheehan at 160. Then yep. East Catholic at 154, yep. and and then I believe then Saint Joseph. St. Joseph. Yep. Where are they? Yeah. Uh, well, no. 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 I'm sorry. You'd have East Catholic, right? Did I hear right, say that? Ca- yeah. Uh, we had East Catholic. Oh, five, right. St. Joseph. Then Stonington. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and shift it a
0: little bit. So You'd wind up with a. Uh, what would that be? That'd be. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. i was, was not obsessed <laughs> about it. <but laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> we've 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 mentioned this before. It's really hard to figure out a better. there, there are you, you figure there's got to be a better way to do it, but there's it's tough to
2: say exactly which what that is. Yeah. Uh just along the, 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 the yeah, you're gonna see some I I feel like this year there's just more mismatches or not mismatches, but there's more like unfortunate you have two teams where you want in a final or they should be playing on opposite sides, they're in the same uh, you know. bracket. You're gonna see that in class L, you're gonna see that in class especially in class M mm-hmm. where the, the top side of the bra is just completely loaded. Mm-hmm. Where the bottom is is not. But you know, you look at and in Class S, so so instead of a St. Joe Summers final, we're going to get St. Joe Summers in the quarterfinals. Yep. If that's the way it breaks out, North Branford could just could shock us all. Yep. St. Paul and East Catholic meeting in a first round game instead of a, a potential semifinal or maybe even a that's final, right. that that that's tough. And that kind of really kind of. When the tournament's over, nobody cares. They, they just celebrate the state right. champion. But when you're looking at it now, you're like, well, how do we have this road and they have that road? <laughs> Our schedule is ridiculous. They haven't, e- you know... they're The seating in the state, and I've said this on many other, including basketball, including football, it should be done, like, it should be based on what your league is. We should do... I don't know. It's just... Like, summers shouldn't be, you know, I, I don't know. It's just... Should be based on what your league like your your strength of schedule is significant, you know, mm-hmm. and, that, and that especially here and that, and that's they got to figure that out because they got to figure some sort of rating system out because it, it's it really when you when you saw in hockey you would have state champions basically meeting in the, in the first round because of you know Fairfield Prep like played you know all these out of state teams and they did it strictly by record and Fairfield Prep's one of the best programs in the state and they're playing you know Catholic Memorial. Meanwhile, the team that they that they face, they're playing. Uh, um, they they played like you know, I don't know, they played nobody. So anyway, it's tough. Uh, it's yeah. tough. So so so, you what did you make? What do you, what do you make of Class S? Where where do you see this going?
0: You know, I that St. Joe's Summers game could be could be a championship game, basically. Uh, you know they're probably the two strongest teams st. Joseph's is very young up front but uh, but they're very strong on 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 defense uh, summers you know obviously as uh, has a pretty solid team as well uh, I, I would think that that winner gets out of the top half at the very least and and uh, and has a really good shot at whoever comes out of the bottom half st Paul's Catholic either one of those teams could go on a run uh, bacon Academy Northwest Catholic actually looks like a Pretty interesting game to me as well. Yeah, it looks know, like a really good game. at Connecticut College. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some pretty good players on both sides, and you know, obviously Granby beat Summers once, and uh, you know that's a rivalry that uh, if they meet again, anything can happen. So, uh,
2: do you have a Final Four for us, Mike?
0: I uh, well, I picked it in the uh, in the paper. I said St. Joe's, Sheehan, St. Paul, and Granby, and I had St. Joe's beating St. Paul again. And like I said, there, if either of those two teams are Instead, out in a week, I'm not going to be
2: overly shocked. Yeah. Uh, I like Summers. I haven't seen St. Joe, so mm-hmm. I, and I know, like, Phil Passman and those guys, are probably like, come on, SPV, you got to pick us. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I'm just going to go with Summers because I saw them. Mm-hmm. I thought they are really good. They're, that's going to be a great if game. If you got a game, you got a quarterfinals June 1st. Uh, it's going to be, if that I play is going to be up at Summers. That should be a great game. Mm. If that if that's what it comes down to. I think the winner of that game gets the final because uh, cuz on the other side of the bracket you look at Sheehan, Water I, Watertown talent. I mean, I I guess Sheehan by the fall. I mean, I think Lewis Mills is pretty good, but yeah. maybe maybe Sheehan, who knows. Mm. I, I don't see either of those beating whoever wins the Summer St. Joseph game right. on the bottom side of the bracket, St. Paul's Catholic. Who I think the winner of that game, I'm going to say St. Paul, the winner of that game is going to face Granby for uh, in the in the in this in the final four and then uh, I I'm going to go Summers, and I'm going to say, what the heck, I'm going to say Granby for for a fourth. There wait, go. yeah, for a fourth yeah. time in the Class S championship game. Uh, if it's St. Joe, then fine. <laughs> I, I That's that's the key to this I'm whole bracket. St. Joe and Summers, uh, those are the two teams uh, I think are the best in class, and unfortunately we're going to get them at quarterfinal. Let's all move over to Class M. Um, well, I mean, we said it before. Hmm. New Fairfield is the prohibitive favorite. I really hate how this bracket could just really is just weighted to the top side of it. Yeah. Absolutely, just it's just horrific. Waterford plays in the ECC. ECC. Uh, Waterford's a good program, right. and and they've they
0: That was really only only other barn burner in the uh, conference finals, wasn't it? That, yes, that, that was a really the time good game. Any slime. Mm-hmm. Everything else was. Uh, was yeah, everything else. Decisive. Was... But uh, yeah, they're an they're an interesting team. They got some firepower.
2: Yeah, they do, and uh, but they play in the ECC, which is still you know trailing the rest of the conferences, mm-hmm. the, the big ones at least. Uh, as far they're getting better, they're getting better. I don't see, uh, <laughs> I don't see them getting to a, a final. I mean, I, I like Notre Dame, West Haven right. in the bottom half of the, that. Brantford is the uh, is the seven seed. I think Notre Dame beats them, um, but I I really really think overall that Weston nobody touches Weston in this. I mean, maybe Notre Dame can show up. If they play in a final four, in fact, that is my final four. My final four is Notre Dame versus Weston uh, on the upper side. Uh, you know, no one's beaten New Fairfield. Mm-hmm. They're going to get to the final four. I say they play Guilford. Uh, Guilford's just been tricky. Um, Guilford has been. It depends on on, on if they. It, I don't know. It just depends on their Sometimes they they show up and. It seems that they play to their competition sometimes. Skill for them, they're just so good. Those attackmen, and right. when the goal is on, Dylan's on. He's great. I mean, obviously uh, John DeLucia is one of the best players in the state. Yep. I mean, he made even in that prep game he made some great goals. Mm-hmm. And Jack Dacey is, is great. Yeah. Um, so they have a nice they have a nice team. But uh, you know, I could see maybe a Berlin giving them a little you know a little trouble. Maybe even a Northern Haven. Who knows? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't see them anybody beating them in that side. And then unfortunately you have New that hand the final last year. Right. That's going to be another final yep. caliber game played in the quarterfinals. Two rematches in the quarterfinals.
0: That's, that's
2: the question fun. now becomes: Can Daniel Hand, Daniel, has, which is kind of it's, talk about firepower? They've been they've been more of a defensive team this year. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Farrick and those guys, and the, but the offense just hasn't come together the way you might want, or mm-hmm. you may, and they've always kind of been a defensive team, and and all that stuff. And obviously, fits more into their goalie and. Uh, and you know that they, they New Fairfield needed to come back against them last year, and uh, you know we all know what happened. There was the illegal stick call that Hand is still screaming about, which is a totally legit call. They said it's an illegal stick, change it, and if you don't change it, then that's on you. Uh, so, but a hand still still screaming about that, and they're going to get a chance to make amends here against New Fairfield. Uh, but a, I don't know. <laughs> New Fairfield's just been so good, hands. Didn't beat Weston. It was a one-goal game. Weston beat them by one. And meanwhile, New Fairfield just rolled away from Weston. I don't see New Fair- I mean, who knows? But I don't see New yeah, Fairfield Anything can happen. But, yeah, that's, that's, that would seem to be the way to bet. Do you uh, worry about anything different there for me? You? Uh, your no, final I, four? I,
0: I had that same exactly. Uh, New Fairfield, Guilford, Notre Dame, and Weston. Yep. And if I'm betting, it would be Notre, uh, New Fairfield, rather, over, uh, over Weston in the final. In the final, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see Notre Dame. No. Get so to the I final. Really good on draws, and then and, and a solid player as well. They got some some good players all over the field as well. They yeah. are, they're an interesting team. Which uh, saw them against uh, Cheshire. And actually, it's, it's funny that Cheshire came back on in the second half. Cheshire was was young, but uh, the, I saw the first half of that game.
2: They were they were just uh, really really solid, really clicking. I think we both agree. Well, we do both. We both agree that uh, New Fairfield's going to run away with this i love to see the guilford new fairfield semi-final guilford gave him a run last year too so like handing Guilford guilford t- uh, if this yeah, you're going to do that it's going to have to be a little bit of shoreline magic <laughs> to, to top new fairfield i mean that's a tough draw for new fairfield by no stretches it's going to be easy for them um but yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway it's tougher than most people's brackets, I mean. So at least they have that going, at least this bracket has that going for them. It's not like new Fairfield's going to coast against some teams that have no business being on the right. same field with them. Right. They're actually going to play hand and they're actually going to play Guilford. should that it go the way we think it will go. Um, so at least that bracket has that going for us. So now we go to the big boy bracket class L and well, I think that well, to me, the the storyline here is, Darian, can they get back all this bad mojo that's been going against them? They lose the final to Ridgefield last year in a, in a classic, but in a quote-unquote boring game. Deliberately boring, as you put it, and as as even Roy Colesley, who, who scripted the game plan up, deliberately boring. I enjoyed put the heck year. out
0: of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> what? I enjoyed the heck out of it, to be honest. I, I love weird things. I know, I, know, I know everybody's team shot clock and this and basketball. I love weird stuff.
2: Yeah, anyway. it's good. Well, we I, we need something. It was getting a little boring in lacrosse for the last five years with Darian just mowing everybody down for the most part. So that was refreshing, and Wilton beating them in the FCA semifinals was also refreshing. We want to see competitiveness. We don't want to see sure things. We don't want to see Fairfield Prep mowing the SEC down. We don't want to see new Fairfield mowing the, the SWC down. I know they do. Um, same with summer. We want to see competitiveness. We want to see uncertainty. So that oh, is. I'd love to see boring. Um, no, that's just me. Sorry. You'd love to see what? Boring. Boring's oh. fun. Boring can ball be ball, fun, but four I like corners. I like yeah. Well. <laughs> so class L is the big story. I'm to, weird. It's okay, Mike. It's okay. That's we're all we're all weird in our own ways. Uh, the, class L, Darian. Can they get this championship back? I think it would wash away all this craziness. They they lost back to that games for the first time since 2015. Uh, they lost uh, they lost in the FCAC before the FCAC championship, and they lost last year's final. So now can Darianne win it all to make up for all that? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you yep. have here? You know,
0: I I think well you saw Simsbury, I did. What do, what do you think? They're not beating Darien. There you go. So then you get to most likely most likely Ridgefield. Uh, <laughs> you saw that one too. Huh? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> oh, Ridgefield Darien? Yeah, yeah, I mean that was a beginning. Well, it was second it was early. game. early? Yes, it was early. Second game of the year. Ridgefield's banged up too on offense. They got a lot of guys out right
2: now. They have a. It's a really young team. Mm, it is. And you know, Blediger and now a bunch of freshmen, and one of them is uh, Roy Colesley's son. Mm-hmm. Who's been playing great, nope. uh, especially the second half of the year, but he's been coming on. Uh, it's a team that's going to be really good in the mm. in the few years to come. I mean, you have freshmen playing for you and and helping you out to a, a what is it a fifteen and three record? Uh, yeah, you're going to be really good. They play Trumbull to start uh, on the other side of that little bracket. There you have Fairfield Ward and Staples. You can see Richfield's could be. That de- that defense is pretty solid. We've seen the last little while. That could that could be interesting. R- Staples lost their attackman Pat Sequeira. Uh so that's that's tough. They need to be defensive, and if you're going to get defensive, uh, I mean, I think Richfield will be a team that may be susceptible to that. We shall see. They scored a lot of goals against New Canaan. Remember, yep. uh, against uh, the eventual MVP. Yep. Uh, so that's that's Most one. Of that? Most of them by freshmen. What's up? Most of them by freshmen. Yeah. So uh, so they, they listen. I think it's going to be Darianne and Richfield in the in the first. Uh, Semi final, first final four game, and on the other side, it, it's fascinating. You have this is this is the strongest bracket, easily. Prep plays your Greenwich team which has shown glimpses of mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, Jack Fita um, can score. He's a he's a really good attackman, uh, and then you have Mason realli on the other side in Fairfield Prep, which is a pretty complete team. If you mm-hmm. want to be honest, I think. It, yeah. When you look at it, it's a pretty but that's a tough first-round matchup for them. Xavier and Newtown, who the heck knows there? Xavier's shown it, it, it's been okay. Uh, Newtown, I can't quite figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, the, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked to see either of those teams win that uh, t- 7-10 game. Then the really fascinating one, to me, mm-hmm. is the number three, Glassesbury versus number 19. That's jilted number Wilton. Really tough first-round game. <laughs> Glastonbury's made the final, a semifinals, two the last two years, and then they got to draw a team that just barely lost the FCI mm-hmm. championship in the first round, a team that yes had to play a qualifying game, yep. but that's you know they talk about all the seniors on Glastonbury this year. You gotta you gotta wake mm-hmm. up and come to play because that's a team that uh, you know was played New Canaan better than you did, um, and uh, and and they're fired up, Wilton. To, to redeem themselves after losing that final. I mean, they know they can play. That's going to be yep. fascinating who comes out of that for one. Sure. I think it's the, well, I couldn't even say that because it could be in the second round you could see New Canaan. Yep. So, Michael, what do you got for a final four here? I
0: picked richfield Darien and Prep New Canaan.
2: Yeah. I didn't pick a finalist
0: on that side, but, uh, but I did pick Darien to win it. You did? So, yeah, yeah I, I guess I got to go with New Canaan again. Darian New Canaan final, okay, and uh, and Darian wins it.
2: Well, that's the goal for New Canaan. I mean, I think New Canaan. I think it's better than Glassbury. Uh, if it's Wilton, I wouldn't be shocked to see Wilton get into that final. I I'd would I sh- mean, I get into- To be
0: honest, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked to see Wilton beat anybody. Yeah, with the defense clicking. And uh, <laughs> you know.
2: what do you they, think? They, they I go. I, 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 all right, how about this? I'm going out on a limb here. I say Wilton gets it back. I say Wilton. Beats Glastonbury, beats New Canaan, and then he gets Fairfield Prep in the final four where I think I think Fairfield Prep beats him. And then you have Prep Darianne in the final. That's what I think. I mean, Fairfield Prep, it's not, you know, again, they don't play that type of competition. But they did go out. They did play. They did play Shamanad uh, really yep. well. They played who else? Uh, they they had a really tough. New out Cannon, of you know, they were they were up in that game, weren't they? That was yeah, yeah they were up in that game, weren't they? For a while. And New Cannon, they were they were New up four one, were...
0: just like Wilton. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, New Cannon came on. Yeah, went on that run. New,
2: New, New Cannon, It started game. in the second quarter and went into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. It went into yeah halftime, and they got within two at halftime, I think. And then they they rolled away mm-hmm. with it. Uh, you can't let New Cannon do that. You, if you're going to jump on, you got to keep jumping on him You got to. The thing that kills you with New Cannon is that they have a great face-off crew. Yep. Uh, that was great by Fairfield Prep. Speaking of face-off crews, Fairfield Prep's uh, sophomore Fogo, uh, Teddy Farolito uh won the MVP of the SEC championship. I didn't even know what he won for. I'm like, what? What? Oh, he's the face-off guy. Okay. He had a really good game against Guilford, and but I, you know, New Cannon's, uh face-offs. If they get to that, if that was that was the difference against uh, Fairfield Prep the first time, and it's going to be the difference if they meet again. Uh, but I, you know, I feel like Wil- I, I just feel like Wilton's gonna imagine that. Think about that for a minute. Think about Wilton coming back, beating New Canaan in a in a in a quarterfinal, mm-hmm. and then going on to the to 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 play uh, Darian for the state championship. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think New Canaan. I mean, personally, if you really, really. Asked, I, I, I don't, I don't see Wilton getting past Duquesne again, but I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say they do. I mean, you know, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, there's been crazier things have happened, and they were right in that one as well. And uh, you know, you, you, you talk about the, the FCAC championships. If you don't win in states, man, it, what is your? I mean, you could say, yeah, we're champions all you want, but if you, if another FCAC team wins the state championship, that's. <sighs> it almost just completely ruins it for me. I mean, I, I know that they don't look at it that way and I know it's a tough thing to say, but if you win an FCAC championship, you better, you know, you're from the best conference to say, you better damn well win the state championship uh, in in class L, especially with, I mean, I know you have a mini tournament here. You have other teams. It's harder to win class L than it is the FCAC. I mean, they might dispute that, but it's hot. You have prep now thrown into the mix. You have all these other teams. That's you. You got to follow it up. If you're the best team in the state, And you won the FCAC, which usually signifies the the best team, you got to win it. But as we said before, we both think that Darianne is going to win the whole thing again. I I, I just, I have a hard time uh, picking against them. I said they beat Richfield in the semifinals, and they have an easy road to get there by Darianne's standards. Newington, the winner of Ludlow, Simsbury. Now, I wouldn't put Ludlow, I wouldn't put that past Ludlow beating Simsbury, but Simsbury's a nice team. Uh, but they did, they lost to Glassbury twice to end the season they had a nice little run i don't see them beating either lolo or if they get if they do beat lolo which they can i don't see them beating darian so darian ridgefield and then uh fairfield i'm going to go fairfield prep wilton just for the hell of it <laughs> and you got darian over wilton i got darian over wilton in, in uh in in what should be mean, think about that for now now you have darian wilton in mm-hmm. the final i would Round love 10. to see it i would love there to see the some, rematch there would
0: be some anger on both sides of that one there.
2: Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. So, but uh, where are you? So, you're picking New and Darianne. Yep. Okay. Um And Darian winning. The thing about Darien is just I don't know. They They're, they're not
0: that dominant Darian team that we've seen in the past. It's younger, Yeah, I it's guess. Younger. It's not um I ju- I just think in the end they they you know, any given night, I think they got too much.
2: I can't – it's hard for me to see Darian losing him, and they could. It's just hard for me to see them losing him. You know, if they play Wilton, though, that's going to be an absolute classic. If they played New Canaan, I mean, again, I I would like to see that too. I'd love to see Quentin O'Connell and those guys. I I feel like New Canaan plays with a lot of emotion, a lot of, you know – A lot of they they play with a lot of uh, it depends on where they are emotionally, which determines how they play. You put them down Mm -hmm. three goals, it somehow revs them up even more. Like it it takes a little time Mm -hmm. for New Cannon to kind of get out there. And once they start clicking, you you see Quentin O'Connell, you know, get fired up and pumping his fist, and Chris Kennett and those guys. Not to say no other team does that, but it seems like New Cannon really relies on its emotions Mm -hmm. and to, to kind of dictate how it plays once if its emotions are ramped up nobody can really stop them but if if you get them down early and if you, and you keep them down then I think it's it's tough for them them to come back you saw that against Darian they got to demoralize really early against Darian and it's funny too I mean it's such a game of runs anyway
0: and they got those faceoff guys that can get you the ball one way or the other and sometimes it seems like it's just taking care of the ball with them
2: and yeah sometimes they just
0: throw the ball around and it's uh, and it costs them but yeah I see that
2: emotion too really Playing a part in that too, yeah. Darian surprisingly did a number on. Well, I would say a number, but they won a little bit more than fifty percent of the face-offs when they played twelve-three uh, victory, and they they were just scoring. You know, you, you know, all those guys were just scoring at will. So I, I liked I like. <laughs> it should be a fun. It should be a fun tournament. I, I, mm. It's another way around it. So we have Mike's picks. So we got for. So we're running down real quick your picks in in class S are uh, two sorry. finalists and a champion. At uh, St. Joe's over St. Paul St. Joe's over St. Paul I had Summers over Granby I'm going to say it's going to be an all all C showdown 4th straight time 4th uh, fourth, yeah, fourth, fourth time of this year I think it's going to be a great that'll be a great matchup uh, in, uh, in Class M we, we both have new Fairfield in the final you have them we both have them against Weston don't mm-hmm. we so we both have them against Weston and unfortunately I don't think that's going to be close I hope I'm wrong there uh, and then Class L, we differ. Yeah, I'm I'm going with uh, Jilted Wilton uh, roaring all the way back and then uh, Darianne avenging that loss, that FCA loss in the championship game. Well, let's just say it's going to be 6-4 in that final. So that should be a great Class L final. Although, you know, I, the, the easy pick there is to have New Cannon meet Darianne in the final, which would be also tremendous. I would love to see it too. I would also love to see New, New Cannon versus Wilton Uh I wouldn't be so disappointed if it was uh, Glastonbury, but uh, you know I, I think the the way the FCAC has just gone it's just been great uh so um we'll see what, what Ridgefield has to show up and we'll even see what, if Fairfield Prep has, has anything here I mean they they got beat uh in their game against New Canaan and uh and maybe if that that ends up being a uh, a semifinal uh it'll be an, another great one yep. too so some great lacrosse coming up uh we're we are we're, we're just getting started here we're going to come back next week before the state championship games, and uh, we're we're gonna break all those down. We'll see how we did it on our picks. Well, yeah, one quick thing, uh, Rich Rich uh, Policiano. Uh, retired, oh yeah. retired
0: to Cheshire this week. Uh, good guy's been there, you know, over twenty years, and uh, gonna gonna watch the kids a little more. So that, uh, good for him, you know, good for his family, and uh, you know, hat, t- t- hat, hat tip, excuse me, to him.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, c- congrats, Coach. You know, he won his two state champions, and in that first one, Mike, that was a that was a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, uh, first uh, it was in first,
0: di- first northern team to win you know
2: the big one. Right, the first not the first non-FCX team, right, to to win a uh, Division no, decided, One decided title, decided title three, at the time. Yeah. and that was a big one for him. And that kind of yeah. put Cheshire on the map. There, they would go on to win an, uh, yeah, some
0: great rivalries with uh, with Prep over the years. You know, back yeah, they they were uh, you know they were kind of back and forth in the SEC. Yeah,
2: and it's a really young team. I mean, they have some yeah, freshman really kids. Uh, so I'd love to see uh, Cheshire. You know, we need to get some other teams consistently to contend with Fairfield Prep. I know Fairfield Prep's tough. It's a prep school. It's uh, well, it's a it's a Catholic school in CIC parlance, school of choice, and it's tough for a lot of them. I'd love to see lacrosse grow a little bit more in New Haven County, and then some, we, we got to get uh, some guys uh, it's kind of knock prep off, prep off here. It's getting a little too easy for them, uh, and I don't think that works for in preps' favor. I don't think it's right. it's fun to have a final. Where you're sitting there and you're like, well, let's see how many goals prep can win by this this week. I know Graham Nimi was like, oh, I don't look at it that way. Well, I look at it that way. I mean, I, I, I mean, even on your worst day, well, meaning your worst day, you can lose but whatever. Uh, the SEC needs to step up a little bit. We need to get a little FCAC flavor here in the SEC. So let's get going. Anyway, so uh, with that said, um, those are our picks. Uh, well, I'm really looking forward to the tournament, Michael, and uh, we'll see everybody next week uh, for before the state championships. I'm your host, Sean Hadrick bowley We'll see you next time.